Good morning. My name is uh, Josef Pavliniak, and um, I come from Brno. I am with a ministry, university, student university ministry called In Life. We have been partnering with ICP for probably 30 years. As I was reminded uh, talking to my friend Phil this morning, uh, we've met for the first time in the uh, late 90s. Uh, that was last century, actually. And, um, um, and it's, it's such a privilege for me to be here with you. And I didn't hesitate for a minute when uh, Phil wrote me about coming. And I chose the, the, the soonest time uh, that I could um, just, to, to, just to come and be with you. Unfortunately, my wife, uh, Danka, was not able to come. But um, uh, I do have a wife, and uh, I have uh, two children, grown-up children. Uh, both are married. I have two grandchildren already. So it's a new season in my, in my life. And I have the privilege to be serving as the, as the leader or director of, the, of this ministry that was started in Brno back in 1982. It's a, it's a little small Czech national university ministry. And um, it's, it's probably the best way to, to uh, show you a short video. It's only five-minute video. By showing this video, um, we would like to say thank you for being uh, such a faithful partners with us in the, in the work of the gospel among university students in this country and for supporting us so generously financially. New car, cup of coffee, Going out with your friends, going to the movies with your family, new computer, or maybe a vacation by the sea. Perhaps you gave up one or more of these things in the previous year, so that you could invest into something which has eternal value, into what God is doing. And we thank you so much for deciding to invest into the advancement of God's kingdom through our ministry, through In Life. Our vision is to bring the gospel to university students who will bring about spiritual change not only among other university students, but in the whole society. At the moment, we are in three cities in the Czech Republic, in Brno, Prague and Hradec Králové, and in one city in Slovakia, in Bratislava. We desire to found new ministries, both in the Czech Republic and Slovakia and beyond. And at the moment, we are praying and we are seeking God's guidance as to which city and when to go to as the next one. Even though last year in the ministry was much different from the previous ones and we had to do the majority of our events online, we still did our English talks and Bible studies and personal development seminars. Amazingly enough, we were able to reach many more people than in the previous years. Several students, who told us were too shy to come to our events personally in the past, had the courage to join us through Zoom and are now resolved to join our meetings once the situation will be back to normal again. Also, there were several students who professed Jesus as their Lord during the last year. So, God has been working even when there are restrictions from the government and we cannot talk to the students face to face. Two of the students who came to know the Lord Jesus recently are Niki from Bratislava and Petr from Brno. You can now watch the glimpses of their testimonies and be encouraged because they are the fruit of your investment as well.
It was about six months ago. I broke up with my girlfriend. I was left in some sort of life goal vacuum. But then uh, my friend invited me to a summer vacation within life. I learned a lot about Jesus Christ. After the vacation, I started to think about these things and I came to the conclusion to open the door for Jesus and invited him into my heart. Six months later, I start to realize life is better. And now I see the truth about myself, about other people. Môj život pred prijatím pána Ježiša bol celkom divoký. Bol to sama party, alkohol, všade som cestovala, mala som veľa kamarátov, ale tak nejak som stále cítila nejaké také prázdno. Bojovala som dlhé roky s neodpustením. Ja som v tom období bola neveriaca, pretože som verila v Boha len tak, že áno, existuje, že nepobierala som jeho existenciu, ale ani som sa nejak nesnažila ho poznať. Som začala študovať Bibliu a čím viac som sa zahlbila a ponorila do Biblie, tým viac som vedela, že toto je to, čo chcem žiť a že Boh je ten, s ktorým chcem kráčať. A vtedy som teda tak vedela, že, že už som pripravená na to spoznať Ježiša a mať s ním osobný vzťah. Po dva týždne na to poverila som môj život po prijatí Pána Ježiša sa určite zmenil. Videla som, ako Boh mení mňa, aj môj charakter. A vlastne prvá vec, ktorú som urobila, keď som uverila, tak som sa vlastne išla ospravedlniť mojej babke a odpustiť jej to, že sme sa pohnevali pred šiestimi rokmi. God did not hesitate to give the life of his son Jesus Christ for people like Peter and Nikim. They are his children now. And as they grow in Christ, the world is yet to see what God is going to do in them and through them. Let me honestly say that it has been a great privilege for me and all of the in-life staff to be able to invest our lives and hearts into this kingdom work. And that would be impossible without your investing into his kingdom and without your investing into us, your prayers, Your friendship, your encouragement and your financial support are the means of partnership of you with us in this ministry. Thank you and God bless you in every way. Thank you. Um, I would like to um, introduce my colleague uh, Katka, uh, Katka Lepeltová. Uh, together with her husband, uh, she came to Prague two years ago to lead our Prague student ministry team. And um, they've been uh, doing a, a tremendous work here. And uh, she's going to tell us something about local Prague ministry. Hello, everybody. <laughs> It's nice to see you <laughs> and nice to meet you. And uh, 
Yeah, I, I would like to ask for the first picture. <laughs> and as uh, was already mentioned, and as you uh, also have this experience, uh, uh, the first one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, last year uh, was a year of online improvisation and we did, um, as was mentioned, for example, online seminars followed by discussions on Zoom and we continued in Bible studies with our disciples and also their unbelieving friends. And uh, we were very surprised and uh, grateful that despite the restrictions and impersonal uh, online contact, two students in Prague uh, became Christians during the pandemic. And uh, this year we are happy that we can meet personally. <laughs> and we uh, started uh, the semester with the canoeing weekend on the river uh, Sazava. Uh, There are some other pictures, uh, maybe, <laughs> of this trip, and there were there were also some uh, some of our friends who don't, don't know Jesus, and uh, then uh, we had a traditional frisbee in the park Ladronka, and uh, we have uh, very for several years we have very good uh, contact, very good relationship with the dormitory of Kaitanka. Uh, so every Wednesday evening uh, we um, do day some events for uh, students who live there. Um, and um, we, on these events, we get to know them better and uh, we can share with them the gospel or our experience with God. And for example, this year it was board games. Uh, they, they, they were very popular. <laughs> And uh, also uh, we organized some Bible study evenings. Also some uh, new uh, students came and are very interested in spiritual things. Um, And uh, also we do some seminars for personal growth or uh, some spiritual growth. Uh, this is the picture from the last one uh, that was for the topic about uh, why we are here, about the meaning of life. Um, uh, also, uh, during this semester, we did uh, one event only for girls. <laughs> as we, you have for women <laughs> evening, we, we had the uh, girls' party with uh, chocolate fondue. <laughs> And uh, it was very nice to invite there our friends who we met uh, before on that events during the Wednesday's evenings. And uh, so we, we could go deeper in our relationships. And also boys had their event, they had uh, weekend for boys, men's challenge. And uh, there were some adventure and also lectures about uh, identity. And uh, we are happy and thankful that students from the In Life Fellowship who we disciple have passion and vision to share gospel with uh, their uh, friends and schoolmates. And they invite them to events or meet them personally and help them to understand the Bible. And it's a blessing to see uh, they, how they grow in faith and how they love God and uh, uh, lost people around them. And uh, one student of this team is uh, Andrea, and she is here now with me. 
and or with us <laughs> and uh, she's from Slovakia and uh, she studies the last year of uh, faculty of medicine and uh, she would like uh, she would share with you uh, how she became Christian a few years ago uh, through in life ministry and uh, now she helps uh, uh, also some students to get to know Jesus or help or grow in faith in disciple uh, relationship. So I would like to invite her. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I would like to share uh, my story, how I met uh, Jesus. And uh, well, I was born and raised in a Christian family and my family cherishes traditions a lot, and, uh, and I have never doubted uh, God's existence, but I had seen him as a very distant and cruel God who didn't care about me and people around me individually. So uh, when I moved to Prague uh, to study, uh, my first year for me was very difficult um, because the amount of learning has increased compared to um, what I had to learn at high school. And um, I failed my very first exam. And it was a new experience for me. And uh, I really didn't know how to deal with such a failure. And uh, I, I had tried my best, but I didn't succeed. And uh, I suddenly realized that I cannot have things under my control. And I am very weak, actually. And, um, and that failure um, meant for me that I failed. Uh, it was very connected to my identity. And uh, during that time, um, I know that on the outside, I looked perfectly fine. Everybody would say that mm, there is nothing going on with me. But during that time, uh, two girls from in life knocked on my door um, in the dorms, and uh, they did a short survey with me. And at the end of uh, the, that survey, they told me that they are Christians, and they asked me something, uh, some questions about Christianity. and. Um, and offered me Bible meetings. And uh, at that time, I was too proud to admit that I don't know much about uh, God and Christianity because I was raised in a um, Christian family. But I accepted the offer because I wanted to know what, is, what it is about. And um, we had uh, then Bible meetings for about six months. And during that time, I got to know um, God's character and um, that he's loving, forgiving and merciful uh, but um, mm -hmm, but still um, I didn't take it uh, personally to my heart um, but I remember very clearly one evening when I was reading uh, 13th chapter um, from the Gospel of John uh, and in the third verse, there is a written, Jesus, know, uh, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. Uh, 
And uh, uh, in that sentence, I realized that uh, Jesus knew exactly who he was. And he was certain of his position. And uh, he knew where he was going to and what was his purpose on this earth. And um, I saw that I don't know uh, answers to those questions, that I don't know who I am and um, that I don't know um, what is my goal in life, what is my purpose, and why am I here. And um, I saw that I need God, because without him, I, do, I don't know who I am. So uh, that, uh, that evening, I prayed, and uh, I gave up control over my life, and uh, asked Jesus, Uh, to be the Lord of my life. And um, since then, a lot of things changed and uh, God uh, has fulfilled his promises in my life. And uh, he called me his child. And I know who I am now and that I belong to him. And uh, he assure, reassures me every day that um, he loves me whether I succeed or whether I fail and uh, I know who I follow now so um, so um, he gave me a meaning thank you yes thank you thank you very much um, Andrea um, I'm going to share a few thoughts on knowing God And uh, she just beautifully described the first step that everyone needs to make if he or she wants to come to know God. And one of the, one of the uh, good, good questions that we use uh, to start conversation with a friend who is a non-Christian is the question, if God existed, would you like to know him? I remember that I asked that question many years ago as a, as a university student. And that question and similar other uh, questions uh, started my search for God. And I knew, uh, like, like she did, that there must be a God, but at the same time, uh, I didn't know him. I knew only information about him, but it wasn't anything personal. I didn't know him as uh, one person knows the other person. And that changed one, one year later after I first asked that question. And today, almost 40 years after 40 years, uh, I know him much more. Yet, there is still much more to know about him in the years to come. And I love him, and I desire to know him more. And I have all the eternity before me to know him more, to see that happen. So it means that knowing God has its starting point. Jesus calls it a new birth, but it has no finish line. It has no end. It's open-ended. 
Um, so let me share three things. Um, that knowing God is uh, the basic or the key thing in Christianity, and that there are some obstacles why we, generally people, do not want to come to know him. And then uh, let us talk about uh, what it means practically in our everyday, everyday life to know God. So first, the knowing God personally is the main thing in Christianity. Um, I'll read um, two verses from Ephesians chapter 1. Uh, first I read uh, um, verse 4 and then uh, continue verse 17. Ephesians 1.4 Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And then he continues on, and in verse 17 he says, in the context, he says, Therefore I pray, and now I quote, that the Lord, that, that, that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. It's a fascinating passage. Uh, basically, Paul is first saying to, to, he's writing to those who already came to know God, right? He were already Christians. And he, uh, he says, God has given you in Christ everything, every possible blessing, every gift that, that, you, you will, that you would ever need. And then he continues describing specifically what God gave us, gave them, as well as us Christians in the 21st century after we uh, knew him. And then he prays. But how do you pray for someone who already has everything? We already have everything in Christ, he says. So he says, I pray that you know him more. I pray that your knowledge of him would grow. And that's why I think uh, he considers this very thing, knowing God, the most important thing for every person, both non-Christian and Christian. And it's more important, he's not primarily praying for their other needs, like safety, uh, health. He's not even mentioning uh, persecution at this context, even though they were persecuted, and other issues. He says, I pray that you may know him. Jesus is saying the same thing in uh, John 14, when he talks about Philip, and um, actually it started with Thomas asking him, uh, and I'm reading now, uh, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How, how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do not know him and have from now on you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Again, Philip is basically saying, Jesus, show us the Father. In other words, what he meant was like, Jesus, make a perform a miracle. Uh, or, or, or give us a sign, and it's going to be enough. That's going to be finally the thing that we really need. Uh, but Jesus told him, Philip, um, I've been with you for so long, and you do not know me. Um, through me, you can know God. Right now, right here. To know God, to know him personally, is the most important thing. It's the central proclamation or the main thing that Jesus came and to bring us. Everything else is the consequence of that. It's the key. Uh, our times are very interesting. Uh, yes, we've, um, we, we have problem with pandemic. Uh, but we also have another problem than the, the coronavirus pandemic. And this pandemic is called the, the pandemic of loneliness. We've got high-tech things. We've got smartphones, smart TVs, even smart watches. But our civilization is missing high touch. We have high-tech, but what we really need is high touch. And this uh, health crisis and all of the restrictions that are, that are coming with it um, are, only, are only reminding us of this deep longing for high touch, for personal touch. And I am convinced that Jesus Christ 
his person and his teaching and the very purpose why, why he came to this earth, as we are reminding ourselves uh, through this season, are fulfilling this need for high touch. Much more than we need a, a, a touch of another person. Much more than relationship with other person. Because he came to give us uh, the, the relationship with his father, God. And this is the essence of Christianity. Philip was one of the closest disciples of Jesus. And he didn't know him. How is it possible? He was following him. He was faithful. He was with him when he was healing people and do the signs. He was, when he was feeding the hungry, he was uh, casting out the demons. But he did not know him. So Jesus is uh, distinguishing between knowing things about him and knowing him in person. It's possible to have all kinds of information about God and at the same time do not know him. There is a big difference between the two. Uh, it's even possible to do all kinds of Christian activities and serve God without knowing him. Um, um, one of my favorite theologian and author, J.I. Pecker, um, he wrote a book, Knowing God, that's very worth of reading. And, and he says this very thing. It's even possible to serve others in a spiritual ministry and do not know God, says Pecker. Uh, to come to know another person always starts with information. We've got to have a certain level of information in order to come to know another person. It's not possible to have a, a personal relationship with someone and know nothing about that person. The same is it with God. It's possible to have informational knowledge about God without personal knowledge. In other words, I can know the Bible without knowing God. But I cannot know God without knowing Bible. And so not only this is the key thing in Christianity, uh, Jesus says in John 17, 3, um, and this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Knowing God is actually the definition of life itself. It's not only the purpose of our life, it's also the very definition of life. We have been designed, we have been created to know him. 
I can be the richest, uh, the most favorite, or the wisest person in the world. But it means nothing comparing to knowing God. If I know God, it's much more. And nothing else can give me uh, the same level of satisfaction as knowing him. If we uh, were able, if Jesus was right here and we were able to ask him, Lord, what is the main thing? Why did you come here to this world? Um, I imagine that Jesus, actually I don't have to imagine, uh, he said that and we have it written in the Bible, but my paraphrase, he would say, say I came that you could come to know God personally. Christianity is relationship with God. It's not primarily a philosophical system or a, a religious system, not even a, a set of rules or um, a worldview. It's first and foremost relationship with God and then the other things make sense. Okay. Why then we were created uh, to, to have relationship with God, <laughs> our deep desire somehow is to know him, but why do so many people have problem to come close to God? I think two reasons. Paradoxically, for many people the problem is that Christianity is too personal. We need God, we need to come to know him because we were created for that. But at the same time, we are fighting to come close to him. We resist it because we are afraid. What we are afraid of? We are afraid that we lose control, okay? We are much more willing to do something what is under our control than to give up the control and accept him and know him. Um, Nicodemus in uh, John chapter 3 once came to Jesus and uh, he was one of the uh, um, religious leaders of his time and uh, he wanted to talk a little bit about theological issues with Jesus. And he came uh, at night and uh, he actually paid Jesus a compliment. But Jesus was too personal. <laughs> he went right to the main point And he said, you have to be born again. That's more important than any other theology. And so Nicodemus was trying to come back to the original topic that he came with. And Jesus lovingly, patiently, and uh, uh, he, he just explained him what it means to be born again in order that he could come to know him in person. Because for Jesus, that was the most important thing. And, uh, but uh, we have to give up something. And sometimes we 
we don't want to get that close because we are afraid. And another thing is that um, we are afraid because Jesus' claims are absolute. In John 14, we've already um, read, uh, Jesus says, I am the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. To know God means to understand and accept uh, Jesus' absolute categorical uh, proclamations, such as, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And, but in the context of, of relationship, they all make sense. Jesus has these uh, absolute requirements. He wants us to give him all of our life, not only some part of it, because otherwise we can't come close to him. He wants to be the central point of our life. And if we make him to be that, then we find ourselves. We find our true ourselves, true me, my value, my true identity. So the, the opposite of knowing God is not ignorance, it's rebellion. Okay, what it means in our everyday life. If knowing God is the main thing, then I just want to know him and I just want others to come to know him. And I just want others to grow in the knowledge of Christ. This is why I exist. This is why the Lord uh, called in life into being. It's not just about knowing more things about him, but to know him. And it is possible to hear it hundreds of times without actually seeing it. We don't have it in Czech, but in English, sometimes you, you don't say, I know, but, but you say, I see. Uh, and and I, I really like it because we only say, aha, aha, in Czech. <laughs> it's, it's really not good, actually. It's better, I see. So I knew about it before. I've had that information, but I see it now. That's what. Knowing God means is to see. And if I am a Christian and my relationship with God is not working, then the most important thing for me is to find out why my relationship with God is not working. Because that very one, that, that one thing is impacting all of the other areas of my life. So let me, let, let us 
ask a personal question. How is your knowing God today? Let's take an effort to get rid of everything that prevents us from knowing him, from walking close with him, from enjoying him. And if I know God, regardless of the circumstances, even regardless of a personal tragedy, I will never be alone. And to know God means that I lose part of my independence. But it's true about every relationship. If I want to be completely free and independent, that I should not have any close relationship, not even speaking about uh, partnership, not even speaking about marriage. Why? Because close relationships limit our personal freedom. But if I do it, if I limit my absolute personal freedom to know God, I will find out that no one loves me more and that no one cares for me more and no one else forgives me when I fail. So may God bless you with every possible blessing. May he give you this Advent the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him.